0: this is cam howdy this is mal and this is their eyes were watching tv a tv and film podcast this week we are going to be talking about the new black panther movie black panther 2 wakanda forever if you have not seen the movie there will be spoilers ahead so go ahead and listen to the news go to the theaters or wait till it comes on Disney plus and then come on back (laughs) for us to chat about it. Come back
1: in three months and listen. (laughs) Uh, Yes, there will be a ton of spoilers. So please do not listen. If you are concerned about spoilers, you Um, should have
0: seen the movie by now.
1: (laughs) Well, Hey, it's, it's COVID people are moving on a little different schedule. Speaking for myself, even. COVID's been over. Come on. Wow. Wow. I <laughs> Got a COVID denier on here. <laughs> so, Cam, do you want to get us started with some news?
0: Um, I really don't have much. Just talking about a couple of things that are premiering in 2023. I hope I haven't already talked about these. <laughs> <laughs> but if I have, you're going to get them again. Harlem season two on Amazon that is coming out two three 23 see yes. what they did there see what they did there 23 23 <laughs> I do very cute also clever Bel Air season two coming out on Peacock that is coming out two 23 23 okay so I don't I don't know what it was for them in these like 23 references but the black uh, folks are really on it next year <laughs> <laughs> very excited for both of those to come back me too me too mainly bel-air i really i'm <laughs> excited to see i mean harlem too but oh. i really enjoyed bel-air and i felt like they had a lot of places they could go i still can't
1: believe you like that other show more than harlem but continue
0: <sighs> i did i'm sorry <sighs> Wish First. it was coming back for season two.
1: <laughs> I think we'll survive.
0: And um, the last thing I had was, apparently there's a Rush Hour 4 in the works. Uh, mm-hmm. Jackie Jackie Chan confirmed this. I mean, in the works doesn't necessarily mean it'll ever come out, but, you know, we haven't heard Chris Tucker say much about it, but Jackie mentioned that they are they're working on it, so... We shall see. I mean, both of them have have aged considerably since (laughs) the last one. So it'll be interesting to see what this one's about. Maybe they're like mentoring other rookie cops. Maybe there's going to be like a younger duo that comes into play. But I don't know. Are we we excited about a Rush Hour 4? Sure. I'm realizing (laughs) I don't think I saw Rush Hour
1: 3 ever. So I should probably fix that.
0: Is that the one where they're in Vegas? Cause they go to they I go think to like Paris China. is rush
1: hour too, right?
0: I thought Aren't they, they went
1: Paris or something.
0: I thought they went to China.
1: In Rush Hour Two? I thought so. I swear there was like a French black woman in some movie. That's all I remember. Am I making that up?
0: <laughs> maybe or maybe I'm thinking about maybe actually, maybe the one I'm thinking about is the second one. Cause there, I remember there oh, being at like that, a
1: that little girl who sings Mariah Carey in the back seat. That's in the first
0: one. But the China, the China, the China one, <laughs> the Chinese one. <laughs> they like go to like a Korean bathhouse, and then I thought they make their way to Vegas, and there's like a kind of Asian themed casino. But I don't, I don't know. I don't they know. They might. They might. It's
1: been many years since I've seen a rush hour. So you might be spot on. Oh. But uh yeah, I mean I think Chris Tecker would be fine because he, he like has like what mid fifties, I would assume. But Jackie Chan,
0: he has to be in the seventies now, right? <laughs> I don't know, but you were right. The third one, they are it's not the second one, it's the third one, they are in Paris and there is a black yeah. French woman. Okay, so maybe I did see the third one. Okay.
1: So is the second one the one you're talking about in Vegas? Yes.
0: Okay. Yes. And Jackie Chan was born. He's 68 years old. So. Oh, okay. He's, he's, well, sorry, Jackie. <laughs> it just <laughs> felt
1: like, like he had been around for so long. And then, you know, he was like making movies in China and stuff before he blew up here. So I just thought he had been around for a long time. But my bad. Younger than I thought
0: i mean you're only two years off but
1: <laughs> but i mean i was thinking he was like 74 like i thought he was oh. like also i haven't seen him in a long time he might look fantastic i like i have no idea like i haven't i don't think i've seen him since like the karate kid <laughs> wow <laughs> <laughs> well actually i'm like what else has he been in right were... you said wow like you just like had lunch with him yesterday <laughs> get back to your
0: <laughs> i'm done i'm done i have nothing else <laughs>
1: okay academy award winner Cher has shared what many think is an engagement ring from her 36 year old boyfriend alexander edwards and just for reference Cher is 76 and alexander
0: edwards what do you say said, so go ahead, Cher. <laughs> right, but don't do not marry this child, please. Please, no.
1: and if you do, get a prenup. Yes. Um, Alexander Edwards is of course Amber Rose's ex, who she had her second son with, and she Amber Rose has called him out for uh, all the pain he caused from uh, cheating on her. So this does not seem like a great match. But you know, if Cher just wants to have a little bit of fun,
0: then more power to you. Yeah, keep it at fun. Yes, <laughs> don't don't take it to husband. Oh, please. I mean, has Cher been married to anyone other than she was my, she was married to Sunny, right? She was
1: married to Sunny, and then she married uh, what's his? Gre- is it Greg allman I think what's she all- was married allman brothers. Yes. Oh. uh so Greg Allman from the Allman Brothers they were married from 1975 to 1978 um randomly i was like watching a video or something about their relationship because i didn't really know anything about it i don't even know if i knew she was married to anyone else but it seemed like she like really like loved him was really into him but he had some uh substance addiction issues Mm. so i think that's what drove them apart
0: unfortunately So has Cher confirmed or denied this? So she posted the picture and just said, there are no words,
1: comma, Alexander, comma, A.E. Did not say anything more than that. So hopefully it's just a promise ring or something. (laughs) I promise to not cheat. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make promises you can't keep. But, uh, shout out to Tiffany Evans. Wasn't she the one who sang saying promise ring? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, your boy Nick Cannon, he's tired. He has... He should be. <laughs> running around <laughs> taking care of all them kids. <laughs> he needs to sit down somewhere is what he needs to do. <laughs> but he, uh... He had some there were some pictures that came out of him dressed as a Santa suit, and he said he is traveling all over to see his kids. He <laughs> said, quote, me and Santa Claus do it together. I have the same vibe as Santa Claus. I'm traveling all over end quote
0: he really should just buy a compound and move them all in Let them right. all have their own little houses, maybe like a shared school in the middle that they all attend." <laughs>
1: yeah because that's what i wonder like are most of these kids in the la area or some in like new york atlanta etc because then that just seems impossible
0: i mean mariah and her babies aren't they in new york
1: i don't know she has a home in atlanta too but either Mm -hmm. way i i don't i mean i'm sure she probably has a home in la too but it seems like she's probably going to be in la or in new york or atlanta more often wow But yeah, he said, being a father of multiple kids, it's always the biggest guilt on me. Wait, (laughs) I don't know if this is a typo or not. (laughs) It says, again, it's always the biggest guilt on me is that I don't get to spend enough time with my children. One, because I'm constantly working. And two, I'm just spread thin.
0: Well, then Uh stop having kids. Like, this isn't right now the internet's been telling you this for years why yeah. now are you like agreeing with us <laughs>
1: yes this man has 11 kids with a, one more on the way currently Ooh. and you're just like oh it's, it's really hard on me like you caused this like mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah it's your own fault sir yeah and unfortunately your kids are gonna pay for it
1: i mean i it, it seems like a couple or two or three of the moms they you know have had multiple kids with him mm-hmm. but i'm hoping well i don't actually know how many total there are maybe there's only like five total For um moms? yeah because it seems like Mar- obviously mariah is out <laughs> but um it seems like maybe Lanisha cole is out as well because she had a post recently about you know all the comments she's been getting and she's like, you know, we've all done dumb stuff for love. So I'm like, oh, you know, maybe she was really in love with him in a full-blown relationship, I don't know. But it seems like uh she's out as well. So what do you mean out? Like she's like, out of the Like they're not going to have more kids with Nick. Oh. <laughs> Out of, she's <laughs> out of the baby making business <laughs> the shop has closed at least for Nicholas Cannon <laughs>
0: old Saint Nick
1: <laughs> but he was asked if he would have more kids and he said I don't know man I have no idea I think I'm good right now
0: which okay growth finally <laughs> <laughs> finally those those um, bills must be adding up <laughs> right It it only took 12 children for you to get here all right good for you i hope wilding out never ends mm. (laughs) because what what is we gonna do
1: (laughs) ain't no we i ain't got no kids um but because didn't like wilding out like it was on like years ago and then it went off and then it came back right because i remember i feel like i was very surprised i was like what is Wow and Out doing on my television
0: in like 2017 or whatever it was. Yes, it is back featuring all of your favorite uh social media comedians <laughs> and it's still pretty terrible. <laughs> I don't know oh, who watches it.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've watched one episode since it got rebooted, but I'm just shocked that like cuz I was just like were people really into Wow and Out like that that were able to bring it back? But I mean the reboot has been on for years so apparently so and i am glad like these you know like social social media comedians get like you know this is a great place to get airtime and grow your audience and stuff like i'm a big pretty v fan so you know good for them yeah good
0: for them i won't be watching but good (laughs) for them yeah i'll just support pretty v on instagram and rap shit I forgot she was on rap shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is she dating Rick Ross? Excuse is that me? real? Is that real? I thought I saw like pictures of them together and people saying they were dating. This sounds vaguely familiar.
1: I feel like it was for a skit, but I can't remember for sure.
0: Uh, Bossop on December 9th says, or pretty be seemingly confirms she's dating rick ross wow how how old is he i don't know
1: i mean how old is she they're both grown <laughs> they're grown but like i mean and maybe because she's, pro- she's probably she's well, probably i don't know it's hard, hard to tell with black people i was gonna say she's probably in her 30s but i don't i don't know for sure Is she still in her tw- like maybe she's like 29 or something 28 i don't know but but i know rick i mean rick ross has been out because the first time i heard him was on trina's uh let me put my left foot in the game now i forgot what that song's called
0: i don't know either but but, i mean he's that song was like from like, like 2001
1: no. no that man is not 40
0: you don't think rick ross is 40
1: he's way past 40 <laughs> Let me see. Uh, like, uh, this episode is sounding very aged.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was born in 1976. He's, oh, 46. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I was oh, like, he's he... an Aquarius. Okay. I did not, would not have expected that. Okay. Team
1: Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, okay. Yeah. I knew because he's been out for too long. So, yeah. But, I mean, you know, okay, if if they like it, I love it. Get your money sis, that's all I can say. <laughs> oh gosh, much like uh your girl Young Miami and that whole love child situation they got going on.
0: Uh, you know, I just I feel like Young Miami is losing her city girl cred the more and more this relationship <laughs> goes on. <laughs>
1: yeah i was just like why are you
0: arguing with what's her name
1: gina i think gina uh when so i'm like she's not even the one who had the baby like
0: right this is misdirected anger
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah it's i don't know it's but it seems like everyone is um kind of looking at diddy sideways which you know maybe it's maybe it's time we put a little microscope on that I
0: mean, yeah, he's getting like Nick Cannon. All these... Well, I mean, it seemed like he had stopped for, you know, a good 16 years and now he's back. Back on the bull. (laughs) Yeah, he does take long breaks because, like, he had the
1: uh, two... Well, adopted or I don't know if he... Maybe officially adopted Quincy, but father figure to him had Justin and Christian take a break. And then had the twins and then the other baby girl at the same time yeah. with another woman. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's messy. Very. But then I was like, okay, he's done. He's got his girls. He's done. And I can't believe, like, in 2022, he's having another one.
0: And I'm so sick of these, like, baby mamas naming their children after whatever trend their rapper mogul boyfriends are into like Sierra and Future, uh, this woman in love. You named your child Love Sean Combs. Well, I mean, to be fair, Future that's his stage name, but that's what I'm saying. Like, like these, <laughs> these stage names or these albums, uh, culture, <laughs> yeah. you named know, her daughter Culture, like this is just uh, well I guess
1: that was Offset's choosing because that's his album but I mean I don't know I feel like Future's a little a little different like because it it is his stage name but like nobody's nobody has ever fucked with Diddy calling himself love we gave him Puffy (laughs) we gave him P. Diddy we gave him Puff Daddy we gave him a lot of chances and then he was like, I'm changing my name, Love. And everybody was like, absolutely not. <laughs> You've run out of chances to change your name, sir. Like, it's over. Right. So yeah. this, yeah, this
0: one I cannot side on with. It's just outrageous to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I guess if you don't have power in the relationship <laughs> and you're trying to secure your bag, <laughs> yeah, baby, this is what you do. But... Great Let's... way to
1: confirm paternity, I guess.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. There's no denying this one. Um, I did think it was interesting. So he, like, posted a picture of, like, the family. And usually, like, the baby mamas are, like, you know, front and center and mm-hmm. apart. And he had, what's her name? Chance, the, like, non-twin or the triplet. Oh, the daughter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the project triplet Um, did you say project triplet yeah that's what that's you know that's what they call them like project twins project triplets when you have like multiple kids in the same year by different women I've never heard that or actually maybe I have wow okay yeah so like her mom was there his mom was there but and he had he was holding the baby little love but her mama maybe she was taking a picture I don't know (laughs) 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 <laughs> she couldn't get the pick too <laughs> she was not there i know i saw that you know young miami has a podcast where she interviews other celebrities and she was interviewing a uh, g herbo oh that's and, her talk show that's carisha please yeah. yeah and so you know she was asking him a bunch of tough questions about you know him cheating on his baby mamas and stuff Mm. and he asked her did you know about that baby <laughs> <gasps> oh <laughs> um i mean we don't in the clip we don't see her answer you know she's clearly trying to get people to right. watch her little show i refuse but I, I am curious to know what her answer is Now i might have to watch that oh you watch it tell me <laughs> okay i saw a clip where people were like oh it looks like
1: her and g herbo were flirting And then there was like a clip of Diddy watching it. And he was like, what? He was like, don't be be talking about shawty wop like
0: that. (laughs) Shawty wop. (laughs) What what year is this, sir? Is that still the slang in Harlem? (laughs) (laughs) Like
1: cotton club slang. (laughs) But yeah, I will definitely let you know if I end up watching it. The last bit of news I have today ties into the film we're talking about today Black Panther 2 Wakanda Forever. Ryan Coogler, uh the director and writer has shared a little bit about what the film was originally going to look like before uh, Chadwick Boseman's untimely death. Um he said the film was going to focus on T'Challa's return after um basically after Avengers Endgame once they like recorrected Thanos' snap and brought everybody back. So um Ryan said, quote, it was going to be a father-son story from the perspective of a father, because the first movie had been a father-son story from the perspective of the sons. And apparently, or sorry, end quote. <laughs> apparently, Nakia was going to be remarried to a Haitian guy. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar to um if i remember ant-man 2 correctly i think the wasp had uh she got remarried or she was dating um someone else bobby Cannavale, because you know they thought that these men were gone forever so they moved on with their lives so that would have been interesting to see but he said it was they were basically going to be like co-parenting um you know this is they're dealing with a dad who's been gone for five years who the son probably thought was dead yeah
0: so he like wasn't gonna know that his dad was the black panther right and it was gonna be them like getting to know each other and spending time together i think i heard he was calling it or behind the scenes they were calling the movie like summer break where he goes to spend time with his dad and then t'challa has to go off and Save the world and his son is in tow.
1: Yeah, yeah, has to bring the son with him. And yeah, Ryan said the first scene was going to be an animated sequence where Nakia is talking to their son saying, uh, tell me what you know about your father. And you realize that he doesn't know his dad is Black Panther. So yeah, you're spot on.
0: I mean, you know, it's, gosh. That just has to be so difficult to basically have to scramble after your lead character and protagonist, unfortunately, passes, like in real life. I, I feel for them. I'm cutting them some, I'm granting them some grace. But the movie has some flaws. The movie had some flaws. And I'm I'm sad that, you know, we will never see this other version of the movie.
1: Yeah. I mean, I feel like for something so huge and tragic like that to happen, I mean, I feel like they did a good job, like, trying to turn it around, like, having to do rewrites. And, you know, obviously people mourning, like, it's, I, I, yeah, I, I cut them a lot of slack for that. And I applaud them for even being able to do that.
0: Yeah. The movie is just, like, it's so depressing. (laughs) Like, it's just such a somber movie. So I was nervous going in because you told
1: me that. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be so sad.
0: I didn't think it was that sad. I think what makes it sad... So, similar. Like, the internet had prepared me to, like, cry during this movie. And I, I didn't cry. But it was just... It was such a somber tone. Like, it was... Almost like the air had been sucked out of the room for a lot of it, you know, because they're the whole movie is about grief and processing it and what it does to change people. And you know, most Marvel movies, I mean, I guess Endgame or Infinity War kind of had like a somber. Oh, I bawled in Endgame. Yeah, right. But like Iron Man's funeral. Yeah, right. But there was still like levity. I felt like this movie lacked levity and the levity they tried to insert via humor just fell very flat like the jokes just weren't landing for me <laughs> <laughs> what jokes didn't land for you honestly like okoye and like still talking about her hair and the makeup and and honestly i i didn't enjoy uh little riri uh <laughs> my heart, damn I thought the Okoye,
1: I liked her and Shuri's little back and forth. I thought that was cute. It
0: I mentioned this before. I felt like the movie lacked the the swag, the coolness, the just the like progressiveness that was in the first one. Mm-hmm. Like it it felt a little thrown together in my hmm. opinion. Well, <laughs> again it kind of was they had to and I know that's why I'm like I, I'm, I still enjoyed parts of it but I I kind of wish they had taken a little more time to like fully flesh some of the plot holes out and some of the some of the storylines out a little better like I would have wished they took more time to put this movie out than trying to stay on the schedule mm-hmm.
1: okay okay that's fair
0: I yeah
1: like after hearing, like, oh, it's somber, I was like, damn, like, this movie's going to be slow and it's going to be sad. But there was, like, to me, there was a good amount of action. Like, I had a good time with the car chases and the hand. I love hand-to-hand combat. So I had a good time. Like, Oh, do you? You love hand-to-hand? <laughs> do. I mean, like, you're, know, like, in movies and TV shows. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not out here throwing fisticuffs in, like, alleyways. But, yes,
0: I love hand-to-hand combat and, like, movies and stuff. I don't know. Two funerals in one movie. I mean, whew. two okay. like heartbreaking deaths. I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> okay, let's because that second one I
1: didn't feel like it needed to happen. But let's agreed, agreed. <laughs> okay, so let's let's get into the movie. So all of the MCU movies they start out with the little Marvel thing, and you see all the different like Marvel characters, and there's like the like special marvel bump bum bomb bum, music playing for this movie it's silent it's all purple and it's just all images and video
0: of chadwick so i thought that was really nice somber but yes it, it was very beautiful <laughs> it was a beautiful love letter to chadwick the entire movie like it really was yes <laughs> <laughs> but it was somber
1: <laughs> oh my god so this film asked the question black and brown people really get along I'm just kidding (laughs) just kidding (laughs) but you know some people are a little feeling some kind of way because it's like why are you pitting the blacks and Latinos or the blacks and indigenous people against each
0: other Like, I just I hate how they overlooked like the main the main problem was the US and Europe coming in trying to steal (laughs) this technology and use it for probably no good and they pitted all the minorities (laughs) against each other rather than directing that at the real enemy which were the white people
1: yes but that is kind of a reflection of real life we get pitted against each other get angry at each other you know whether we're talking about race or class or whatever with like the person you're mad at isn't really the problem
0: yeah but this is supposed to be you know kind of uh, afro-futuristic uh utopian (laughs) like we we shouldn't be
1: facing these problems well i mean it's you know maybe they wanted to reflect some real life issues similar to how x-men was about you know the civil
0: rights movement in a way yes yes but it was like the the Mexican or the yes, the Mexicans or Mesoamericans wanted to unite and channel their powers and energy at the real enemy. And Wakanda was like, nah, <laughs> we're not about that. You know, okay, so you're mad at Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, well, they were. We'll get to that. They they were trying to make peace, and then Nakia blew it all up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she kind of did, actually.
1: <laughs> so, um, at the beginning of the movie, Shuri's like frantically trying to come up with some kind of remedy to save T'Challa, and then Queen Ramonda comes in and tells her that T'Challa has passed away. So we never find out though
0: like what he passed away from. Right. And that that infuriated me most of the movie because I'm I'm like I thought the heart-shaped herb gave you like superhuman strength and like regenerative abilities. Like had he purged himself like he did before, you know, the fight in season 1 or season 1? Season. <laughs> <laughs> in the first movie when like, you know, he would be challenged for the Black Panther i just i didn't quite understand how they could kill him off and like why didn't you use the snap just say he died in the snap well they couldn't use that because we had already seen him come back and fight thanos but like i mean these movies be happening out of sequential order right like i mean i guess technically they would had <laughs> to <laughs> Not have died the snap. bring him back but the movie was gonna be about him dying in the snap and then coming back. I'm saying no, they could have inserted.
1: About,
0: it was about them thinking he had died. Because people were gone for five years. So they right. didn't know. Right. But that's what I'm I felt like they could have killed him off by using the snap. And then eventually maybe brought him back as another character later. Or as another like actor later.
1: Oh, you're saying the movie could have happened before the snap no i'm saying or i mean movies... like wow everyone was had disappeared yes yes that is what still would have worked because he came back to fight thanos I'm do, do you, you, movies... you wanted them to recast him
0: yes in black
1: panther 3
0: yes but that's the thing i don't think they want to do that they don't <laughs> they do not <laughs> they don't they thought it would be blasphemous to chadwick but yeah. i felt like killing him off in a mysterious illness was more confusing because I thought the heart-shaped herb like gave you power and resistance to this stuff, but I guess not. I guess you are just as mortal as the rest of everyone else to regular illnesses. Yeah. But like wasn't there, because like in the first movie,
1: Killmonger had burned all of it but they were able to save like
0: I think one plant? Yep. Yeah. So had they like regrown it? No, because like... that was that was what sh- was making Shuri so frustrated is that she was trying to recreate the heart-shaped herb in the beginning to save his life and couldn't.
1: Okay, so maybe that's why he died because he couldn't get the true thing. She was trying to make a synthetic version.
0: But so that wasn't had it, the though. Same way. But he already had it. Oh, that's right. That's <laughs> <what you're laughs> Unless he right. came back from the snap. And didn't have it, which but like, does it wear off? I don't think so. <laughs> uh-huh. Unless you I just feel like you got to re up at away. some way. <laughs> unless you what? Strip away.
1: <laughs> that was something. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um so unfortunately, she's unable to find something to save him, and we see his funeral. Very solemn occasion, obviously, but, wow, what, like, s- visually stunning. Like, everyone's dressed in white. There's, like, drummers and dancers. There's, like, murals of uh T'Challa. Like, it's, I-, I just thought that was, like, a really, really beautifully done.
0: It was nice. Yeah. And I was, I was thinking, did they, they didn't do any of this for the daddy when he died, did they? <laughs> We well, they probably did. We didn't see it. <laughs> 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 and then, where were the goddamn Avengers? How come none of his homies showed up to his funeral?
1: I did see somebody talk about that. They were like, everybody came to Iron Man's funeral, but nobody could come to, to Chalice. Exactly. Exactly. That's messed up. But they, I mean, I assume they would have let the Avengers into Wakanda. Or they let Bucky in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we huh? see queen ramanda at like a un meeting they're trying to or i think it's at a un meeting and they're like you know can you share your vibranium with us and she's basically like absolutely not because i feel like it's going to be used for evil so uh some soldiers get sent in to wakanda or they break into like a lab to try to steal vibranium and the Dora Milaje cut that off real quick. So um Ramunda goes back to the UN, brings the soldiers that were caught. And, you know, she's basically like, don't try this shit again. Like, you, like, y'all know who you fucking with. Like, leave us alone. But, you know, they're still greedy, trying to find it by any means necessary. And they now have a vibranium detector machine. And there is a little bit of vibranium that has been detected in the ocean. So we see this um big like ship and they have sent uh some I don't know scientists marine biologists whatever into the <laughs> ocean to you know try to get a better look pull some up whatever and the ship ends up getting attacked by these you know by someone they they don't know who it is but it's this army of like mer people basically so this ends up being uh, Namor or Kukulkan. Um, Am I saying that right? Kukulkan. Sure. Or it's Koukoukan, actually Khan. Namor and his army, but no one knows they exist. So all in the news with the government, et cetera, is getting blamed on the Wakandans. So it's been like a year since um, T'Challa's funeral. And uh Queen Ramunda and Shuri go to this old campsite near a lake and it's supposed to be time to burn the clothes that they wore to the funeral and complete the mourning process. But Shuri's like, I'm still grieving, I don't wanna burn my clothes. And while they're sitting there, someone comes out the water and approaches them and they're like, What the fuck? Like, how did you get into Wakanda? Mm -hmm. And it's Namor. And he's basically like, since t'challa like blabbed to the world about vibranium it's wakanda's job to help us catch the scientists who created this detector and was able to find like where we live otherwise we're going to attack wakanda now did you think there was maybe a more diplomatic way for him to go about that oh definitely he he
0: definitely came in hot and heavy with the threats um I'm like, we I,
1: didn't do it, do you? Well, I guess he was he was a little mad because the put him on blast. So,
0: yeah. But I'm also like, how did he find out about that? Like, do they have TV down there? Like, how? Because they they seem very like <laughs> you know isolated, even more so than the Wakandans. Yeah. So I'm like, how is he even in the loop <laughs> about all this? Well, maybe he just
1: found out like once the scientists went down.
0: And but he, he was, didn't talk
1: to them <laughs> yeah but they attacked the ship so he knows that like they're he, like he knows what they were there for
0: so he did his googles after that is what <laughs> Yeah, <you're saying>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> picked up a new york times and got caught up
0: <laughs>
1: but that's actually a really good point though because that's even if you know they were down there for vibranium how were you aware of like what black panther was doing and like you know his like speeches and stuff like that is pretty specific
0: yeah like because wouldn't you have like already approached them about it before then Mm. i guess maybe i don't know but uh, he definitely came in with the ultimatums like where's the diplomacy bruh (laughs) right yeah and maybe he
1: thought they were okay since everybody thought it was only in wakanda Hmm. So maybe he thought they would be okay, like, so far underneath the ocean. Maybe. So, um, Shuri and Okoye go to America, and they find that the scientist who created this vibranium detector is actually a 19-year-old MIT student named Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart. So it seems like Shuri is, like pretty endeared her quickly i think she's like oh like another like really bright like science tech young mind like you know hashtag women in stem or whatever (laughs) yeah so okoye is just like let's get her and let's go back to wakanda but you know i think Shuri is feeling a little more protective of her so they're like you know you gotta pack yourself we've got to get you out of here and so they go to uh, Riri's lab and she's, you know, showing them some of the stuff that she's been working on. They're pretty impressed by it. Uh, while they're in here having a little chit chat, the FBI surrounds the lab and they end up splitting up to escape. Riri is in her iron heart suit. Shuri's on a motorcycle and Okoye is in a car. So I loved this, like, high speed like getaway scene with like all three of them i thought that was really cool
0: (laughs) it was cute there's a (laughs) lot of girl power in this movie
1: uh i like that like so i really enjoyed that um and they make it to a bridge they get away from the fbi but then Namor's army uh jumps up on the bridge and they all start fighting shuri and riri get knocked out so it's just okoye trying to <laughs> protect them and she's unable to do it by herself so they end up taking shuri and riri uh, to their underground kingdom uh to- to- is it Tolakan? i'm probably answering that tolacan
0: tolacan
1: tolacan 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 i'm so sorry My, i wrote it down but it's hard to remember the correct pronunciation but i think it, yeah Tolacon. con
0: duolingo didn't teach you how to pronounce these?
1: no um ancient like aztec and mayan words no <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm learning or i'm uh being reminded of the language of the conquistadors uh unfortunately so once underwater like Namor and Cherie start chatting and he's telling her uh, about his history and how his people came to live underwater, like they're supposed to be um, descendants of the Mayan people, or I mean, they are the Mayan people, and kind of like in... Almost at season one, kind of like in the first movie, <laughs> uh, where they don't want these outsiders coming in, you know, the dangers of colonialism, basically. Mm-hmm. You see the dangers of colonialism, like these Spanish, um, these Spaniards came in and they got everybody sick. People are dying. And so they find, you know, like vibranium underwater and the people drink it and it saves them, but it kind of turns them into like these mer people. So they move their kingdom underground and they're able to now breathe underwater. So Namor was the first baby that was born after this transition happened. So he was basically like half human, half mutant because he had this vibranium like running through his veins. And so he can breathe underwater um, or on land, like without any issue. Whereas uh, the other members of his army have to wear, um, like a little like water mass to be able to breathe on land
0: he also has wings on his ankles he does <laughs> he does isn't that isn't there like
1: a some like greek yes god or something who has that right yes do you know who it is
0: uh, i'm looking for it now okay oh hermes or hermes the okay. winged foot magical okay sandals Let's Do you see. know
1: does it say like his Roman name?
0: Let's see. God of boundaries, huh? Considered the herald of the gods. He's also the protector of human heralds, travelers, thieves, merchants, and orators. Uh, let's very see. different from think? Namor. Oh, Roman, he was Mercury.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Namor continues the story and says that when once his mom, you know, was getting Older, getting sick, she said, "I want to be buried on land like I want to be buried back in my home where I grew up. So he and um you know, several other folks go up, and as they are preparing to you know find a place to bury her, they see there's a plantation, and the the Mayan people who are still there are now enslaved, and he's so. Infuriated by it that they burned the whole shit down, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> killed, killed all the Spaniards and burned everything down. So that was fantastic. Uh, but he said after that, basically, like he's been wanting revenge ever since, and he's you know, hated. I I think he might have said hated humans, if I remember correctly, but I'm like, what you mean is you hated white people. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 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 but he says that's how he got the name namor because he had no love anymore like after that happened so after he tells her that story he's like do you want to see like the full the black and kingdom pelican <laughs> every time every time <laughs> and and so he gives her a suit they go down it's beautiful it's kind of made me think of aquaman a little bit but like maybe mm. cooler Yeah but i was just like man like they are really connecting like this is great like we're gonna unite
0: like maybe this isn't gonna be the movie i thought it was gonna be maybe they're not gonna fight each other i i thought he was flirting with her like wanting her to be his queen and stuff well i kind of wondered about that too because i was like wow what a great fucking union if the two like (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) the two greatest powers in the world yeah together
1: yeah which i you know maybe it could happen in the future i don't know but i mean she is like again not to harp on age but she's like you know i don't know 23 and he's like 500 so <laughs> i I don't know if that'll work <laughs> maybe <laughs> he looks great for 500 though he like, does he's, he's, yeah. he's a cutie oh my god him and winston duke like okay. and uh, so his, his real name is uh tanak Huerta is and he's about to like blow up because everyone's calling him Aqua Poppy like yeah Aqua <laughs> <Yeah>. Poppy <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, the dolls are obsessed and I totally understand why. So, they have this wonderful moment where, you know, he takes her around and and I feel like it's also showing that he's, you know, building a level of trust with her to show her mm-hmm. all of that. Um so he I forgot to mention when he like originally came on shore and talked to uh, Shuri and Queen Ramunda he gave them like a conch shell and was like when you have her um, you have Riri uh, the scientist like blow on this and I will come back to meet you. You know back in Wakanda they have no idea where Shuri is. They don't know if she's safe, if she's you know being tortured or whatever. So Queen Ramunda had gone to Haiti or as they say in the movie Haiti? Which I had never heard, (laughs) but Nakia is teaching there, and so uh, the Queen asked for her help in finding Shuri. So, back in, or actually I think the Queen goes to Cape Verde and she calls Namor and he comes to meet her, but it's a trick, so Nakia will have time to swim down and uh, do a rescue mission for Shuri and Riri. So, as you were saying earlier, Nakia (laughs) <laughs> Blew everything up,
0: <laughs> and also I'm like, okay, they're talking about how they have, they are spread out all over the world. They got all these people, all this security, all this tech, but Niki is able to sneak in her little single vessel craft. Like, come on, come on, that was not believable to me. And how does she know where to go? Well, I guess were they following something? Maybe like yeah, her. Yeah, I her think beads. she like. I think she like sent something down.
1: Mm-hmm first like a water drone or something <laughs> so she was able to have an idea i think but yeah i feel like with like a kingdom like that there's no way there's not going to be like guards right at all times right
0: yeah that seemed a little far-fetched and, it was a little too easy right very easy and not only that where wherever they were holding her she was able to just like come right on in <laughs> like they that minimum they would have been guarding shuri and riri right yeah yeah that's that's
1: very true it would seem like a very like open layout like <laughs> yeah it was, it was a little too laid back yeah
0: and i wish i felt like they they spent a lot kind of the the beauty and majesty of wakanda in the first movie they put it into tolokan this movie mm. Mm. I left. I left the movie wanting to know more about them and like their little Atlantis-like city, and how they I, got the sun down there. Like I still don't <laughs> understand. Oh, did, they, it didn't.
1: I remember him showing like, "Oh, I brought the sun down somehow," but I, I cannot
0: remember at all what he said about it. Right? How did he do it? Yeah. It just that that seemed like where all the cool and interesting stuff happened in Tolokan versus wakanda yeah yeah
1: well so i'm yeah i I don't really i don't don't really i don't read comic books but (laughs) i really enjoy like the you know marvel films and stuff so i was watching like a video about easter eggs in the film and they were saying uh tola or no because like in the movie they're supposed to be mayans Um, but in the comics they're called Atlanteans Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be like the lost city of Atlantis I guess Mm -hmm. why wait what did you say that made me talk about that you said something that triggered that thought for me
0: just wanting to know more about their world um part of that (laughs) world
1: Thanks, Hallie. So <laughs> I think maybe you said it made you think of like Atlantis or something. You said something about Atlantis.
0: Oh, well, yeah, I knew I did know that they were originally Atlanteans and they oh. changed them to Tolikans. But I said they're Atlantis like world.
1: Oh, OK. There it is. OK, yes. So but exciting news. Um, they are planning to do a, a more spin-off movie
0: oh yay yeah
1: wow a whole
0: movie and not like a show wow
1: yeah i think it's gonna be a from what i i've saw in a couple different places it's supposed to be a movie oh good yay yeah so we'll get to learn more about him and apparently in the comic books his best friend is a black marine biologist and um so he he's featured a lot and he has like a very smart daughter so I think that'll be cool, a little black and brown alliance. Finally. <laughs> all these movies, <laughs> right? <laughs> we all come together somehow. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, and I don't know how true this is, but I heard they were kind of waiting to see what the reception to uh, Namor would be um, when they were deciding this. I don't really think that's true, but obviously, like, everybody loves them. So, yeah. of course, like,
0: yeah. give me, give me, give me
1: more. little britney (laughs) jean so anyways uh once the more figures out that the queen has called him to cape verde as like a trick he's basically like oh you fucked up now sis so (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm paraphrasing but basically so namor and his army um attack wakanda and It's, you know, an all-out battle. He's flooding the streets. And then he goes to the, I don't know, castle or whatever it is. And Queen Ramunda is there with um, Riri. And Namor pierces the glass and then ends up flooding the room that they're in. And, like, I, I don't remember how, but, like, the ceiling or, I mean, the floor or whatever breaks. So they're, like, floating down pretty deep in water. And Riri has passed out. So Queen Ramunda grabs her, swims back up to the top, trying to save her. But in doing that, she um, ends up losing consciousness. So they're both, by the time Okoye and, is Okoye and Shuri who come in? And maybe Nikia too? It's not Nakia, sure. Oh, maybe it is Nakia. But I feel like Okoye was doing CPR on the Queen, I think okay that I could think. be right but yeah so riri comes back the queen does not that's the only part where i teared up because i was like what i did not expect angela bassett to die like that <laughs> was, was shocking like, yes like
0: why couldn't she like have survived right i i get it sure he couldn't save her brother but you mean you mean to tell me you can't bring somebody back from drowning you saved that white man who had a bullet in his spine? It was probably going to be paralyzed. <laughs> but you can't save your right. mama from drowning. <laughs> don't make sense. It don't make sense. Y'all got too much technology and advancement happening here that you can't bring somebody back from drowning. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah I agree that
1: I did not feel like that needed to happen. Like I, because it's like now Shuri like has no one like in re, you know in her immediate family. Yeah, and I get like we wanted like the the plot wanted to push her to be angry and seek revenge and you know have a chance if she gets a chance to kill Namor she wants to do it but i'm just like i don't know i feel like almost killing her mom could have also like pushed her to that too like <laughs> right,
0: she could be in a coma
1: <laughs> yeah like i don't know if she's gonna make it so i want revenge like like, yeah, we could have did something like that.
0: right. And then she, <laughs> she comes to at the end, like, yeah. thank you, Shuri.
1: <laughs> yeah. I come yeah, I'm like, they had to take everybody away from Shuri.
0: Right. Poor Shuri. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's a lot. So she um like Nakia makes the little like vibranium mix for her or whatever, so she can go to the ancestral plane. Because she wants to see her mother to seek advice from her.
0: Well, before but- that, Shuri oh, figures mean? out how to recreate the heart-shaped herb by using that um, jewelry. The bracelets. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yes, because Namor had given her a bracelet that I think was from his mother. hmm Which also very smooth if he was flirting.
0: That's what I thought. <laughs> the man was trying to spit game. That's what I thought. <laughs> but yeah i totally
1: forgot about that yes
0: so yeah that she used that jewelry and i guess whatever like dna from that to extract the vibranium to finally recreate the heart-shaped herb like a synthetic version of it and that is how she is able to become the emergency black panther wow okay
1: yes i i yeah I totally forgot that they had to... Okay, side note, this is also like I had to like go to the bathroom during this part, <laughs> but I, I set up my phone so I could record so I wouldn't At the miss theater? anything. theater? Yeah. <laughs> but I, mean, I only recorded the part where I was in the restroom, because so, I, I didn't want to miss anything, so I went back and watched, but that's why that part's a little blurry for me. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Because when I came back in, I was like, what is Michael B. Jordan doing here?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Well, that that pissed me off. (laughs) Okay, well, yeah, so
1: uh, she drinks the synthetic potion. She's able to go to the ancestral plane trying to speak with her mom. But instead of her mom, she meets Killmonger.
0: So tell me why that upset you. Because why? Every other person, I mean, if anything, it goes to show she's not meant to be. The Black Panther. Oh. damn! I mean, you know, everybody else went back and saw their ancestors and she sees her cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't even in the ancestral plane. She was in like the throne room. Like, it just... I, oh, yeah, she was in the throne room. Yeah, I didn't quite understand that and he's like, you know, basically telling her, be like me, seek revenge and burned everything to the ground kind of deal and i'm just like i mean i guess this is them trying to tell us she ain't supposed to be the black panther because her motivations aren't like pure but even did we see in the first movie when killmonger became the black panther did he go to the ancestral plane or he went back to his his home in oakland right yeah, because
1: I feel like I remember a scene of him talking to his
0: father. Does that sound familiar? I think so. But they were like at the their apartment in Oakland, not necessarily like the same little Serengeti that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it was definitely Sterling K. Brown in like their apartment.
0: So I don't, I don't know. I don't, I just didn't. I didn't quite understand why Killmonger had to make an appearance in this movie.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like it kind of made sense because she was angry. Like, she's lost everybody she loves. And, you know, she wants revenge. So I think it kind of made sense that he was there. Like, he would be the one there. But he did say something like, if it wasn't for me y'all would have uh, killed Riri. Do you remember that? No. He said some th- I can't remember what it was because he was like your your dad, like any like person like that, uh, he would have been like, oh yeah, like killer.
0: Yeah. A lot of people did die because of Riri saving Riri's life. <laughs> yes, they did.
1: Like was it was it What's- worth it?
0: So now
1: that Shuri's, I don't know, I guess kind of got this reassurance of like, yeah go fuck them up because <laughs> uh, she gathers the Wakandans and they take a ship out to ta- attack I Think That might be it. Um, but Namur's army, like numbers wise they can't compete.
0: No, they can't. And even before that so, when Namur came to Wakanda and like, mm-hmm. you know, attacked them, he was basically like, "I'm gonna be back in a week." <laughs>
1: oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot
0: I was like, he's such a gentleman, like giving them like time to recoup and <laughs> gather their army and forces, <laughs> and even when um Okoye was fighting one of his soldiers on the bridge. At one point she like lost her spear, spear or yeah you. and he like gave her time, like kicked it back to her, like, you know, I'm not trying to like you know, I want this to be like a gentleman's fight kind of deal. Like they, they seem to have to be very principled and yeah want to like, you know, fight you when you're at your best, I guess. <laughs> not when yeah. you're weakened.
1: Yeah, I definitely noticed that on the bridge and yeah, it was kind of like the equivalent when somebody's in a fight, and it's like you push the other person back, it's
0: like, let him get up, let him get up. <laughs> right, right, I have a fair fight. But it was crazy to me that in this one week time, Shuri was able to recreate the heart shaped herb she had been working on for a while, <laughs> and Riri was able to recreate an Iron Man suit, <laughs> like, yeah y'all did a lot y'all must not have slept in seven days no
1: but i mean she probably had riri probably had much better technology than
0: you know she had in her little tool shed sure but it just (laughs) seems seems a little (laughs) (laughs) far-fetched they could do all that in a week
1: (laughs) i mean fair So the Wakandans and Namor's army are going at it and Shuri has this like plane and she's able to get Namor on the plane and she has these like heat lamps on it. So it's kind of like, because he can be out of the water for a while, but he's stronger in the water. So it's like the heat lamps are like drying him out. So it's weakening him. And they end up like crashing on this like, I guess, deserted or whatever nobody's here it's just them this little like part of the beach or whatever and again great hand-to-hand combat fight <laughs> and luckily he will he um stabs a spear into shuri and he's walking he's like i gotta get back to the water so he's walking toward the ocean and shuri is able to pull the spear out and run after him knock him over has the spear like at his throat And then like gets a whatever vision from Queen Ramunda. And she's like, you know, don't don't have bloodshed, you know, spare them, whatever.
0: Remember who you are. (laughs) I don't know if she (laughs) said that.
1: That's what she said to (laughs) (laughs) T'Challa. Which I'm like, I guess because I'm like, if somebody drowns my mama, I don't know if I would have the restraint. But I mean, I guess she came back and said it herself. Okay, fine. But luckily, she had Namor in this very uh, precarious situation because you know he was like, "Okay, truce," so he could live. Because otherwise, the Wakandas were about to get their asses handed to him. (laughs) Like it was about to be a wrap. Because I don't know if you if you saw the side of the boat, there were still people climbing up the boat. Like they had people for days. Yeah. So. Uh, th- that one-on-one fight like very lucky
0: situation for the wakandans yeah definitely um yeah i'm glad diplomacy finally shown through <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> so now there's like this alliance between um shuri and the moor And I think Namor's cousin, Namora is basically like, you know, like, why would you back down, etc.? And he's like, he he feels very confident, like, once, you know, these people come in trying to attack Wakanda, they're going to see what I'm talking about. And they're going to want to work with us to fight
0: back against these, you know, colonizers. Right. He kind of sounds like he's plotting his revenge, (laughs) low-key. Like, or maybe even, like, you know they're gonna need us one day are we gonna be there i don't know <laughs> mm. yeah that too that too
1: so yeah so i was a little confused because i felt like this was kind of rushed but like now Mbaku baku is the king
0: yeah so i guess shuri never because she was the emergency black panther she never did like the traditional ceremony where like people get to challenge and so, of course, that day comes. Mbaku does what Mbaku does <laughs> and says he wants to be it. And sure, he never shows. Yeah. So he is the de facto Black Panther. But I'm like, mm. okay, love, love that. But uh, oh, wait, I don't <laughs> think he's a Black Panther. I think he's
1: just King of Wakanda. Oh. Yeah, no. I think she's
0: still Black Panther. Well, That's isn't definitely... the King the Black Panther, though?
1: Aren't they usually
0: one and the same? I think
1: it has been, but I don't think he's Black Panther. I think he's just king.
0: See, I I walked away thinking he was the next Black Panther. And since she had figured out how to recreate the heart-shaped herb, they could still, like, continue that lineage.
1: Oh no! I'm pretty sure she's gonna keep being Black Panther at least no, for now. No, she
0: gave it. She didn't show up to like the traditional ceremony. Yeah, but that's to be king. Home. No, that is too. Wait, be was king. that for Black Panther? <laughs> yes, that's <is> like <laughs> to be the king and Black Panther because also your boy Killmonger defeated T'Challa and he became the Black Panther and the king. They're they are connected they're connected maybe but Joe is a little bit different because he was also part
1: of um the same lineage as t'challa but and she, baku's
0: not a relative she walked away from it she walked away from it like she gave up that because i think she realized i'm not fit to be this right now at least
1: but then remember, there was that part where Mbaku is like, you know, I promise your brother I will look out for you, etc. I don't, I, I really don't think he's gonna ever be Black Panther.
0: He might not, but her not showing up to the ceremony <laughs> means he is now the Black Panther and the king. When okay. when has someone been the king and not the Black Panther? Tell me. Well, I mean, we've only seen like two people, so I don't know. <laughs> It's been a three, long We've seen three. His daddy,
1: <laughs> T'Challa, and Killmonger. Yeah, but I'm saying with the the battle for it, we've only seen Killmonger and T'Challa like, fighting it out. So, so there may be some somewhere back, there may have been a king and a Black Panther. and may have been separate.
0: Variety says, Ryder confirms M'Baku and Nakia were considered to be the new Black Panther. Well, either way, your girl didn't show up, so that's what I took (laughs) away from it, that he was the new Black Panther and the king.
1: I only took king, but, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe. So uh, we get to the credits, and then there's a little bonus credit scene, and we see that Shuri has, whoa, (laughs) okay, you sound like you're not a fan. I wasn't. Go ahead. Damn. Okay. So Shuri travels to Haiti and visits Nakia at the school she teaches at. And she finally feels ready to burn her funeral clothes. As we mentioned before, when her and the queen um had went to go do it, she didn't feel ready yet. Now she finally feels ready. So she has some alone time on the beach. Um. So she's sitting there, tearing up, whatever. So then Nakia comes, and she's like, "Is it okay if we come down yet?" And Shuri says yes. So it's Nakia and the little boy, and they sit down, and you know they're chatting. And she tells Nakia tells Shuri that the little boy's name Toussaint, but his Wakanda name is uh, I believe T'Challa the second, and Shuri is like you know shocked like oh wow like my you know i have a nephew and Nikia explains to her that her and t'challa decided that was best for their son to grow up out
0: why are you making that face because why explain to me why (laughs) that was a good idea he's essentially killmonger (laughs) like stupid that that makes absolutely no sense T'Challa never let on that like the pressures of being a prince or the Black Panther were so overwhelming that I wouldn't want to put my child through that. It makes absolutely no sense that you would hide your heir and your like child from your mother and your sister. It's stupid. It makes no sense. It's dumb. I hated it. I hated it so much. I hated it so much.
1: So apparently Cam did not like it. But <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> what I'm gathering, <laughs> but yeah, the key is like you know he got to know his dad, you know, before he passed away, and for whatever reason they decided her raising him in Haiti was the best option.
0: Before what was the reason? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so before we get into that being somewhat ridiculous, I just wanted to say I love that his name was Toussaint. Little not to Toussaint layover tour but back to why the d- decision was made that t'challa the second should be raised in haiti
0: it doesn't make sense <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense i it's fine to raise him in haiti but to hide him from his family and and not show up to his his daddy's funeral like what what danger is there some danger we don't know about (laughs) well that's what i was wondering
1: because it doesn't there wasn't like anything where like you know wakanda was like under like you know they were like in a peaceful time like you know before this Namor stuff popped off so like why wouldn't he have been there um i was glad that you know Queen Ramunda knew she had a grandson and all that before she passed. but She did? How did she know? Yeah, she went to go visit. Did she tell her? Yeah, because I think Shuri asked Nakia, like, you know, did my mom know? And she was like, yes, like, she came.
0: And, like, so she kind of, like, alluded to, like, she got to meet him when she was here. Right, because when she got there, he was the little boy that showed her where Nakia was.
1: Yeah, but you don't think they chatted anymore after that?
0: No. <laughs> no I don't. I, don't. Know.
1: I, I, <laughs> I feel like maybe they did because, I don't know, it, like she made it Because I don't think the key would have been like, yeah, she knew if uh, the queen just thought some random little boy showed her <laughs> where Nikia's classroom was like, she wouldn't be thinking anything about that because and also when the queen was there, she was like
0: i think she asked her like why didn't you come to the funeral or something like that but she gave like a bs answer like she was like oh i was too overwhelmed with grief not that oh t'challa told me not to come
1: i feel like we are supposed to it's supposed to be alluded to that she did introduce them as grandmother and grandson but they couldn't show that because then it would ruin the you know little surprise credit scene
0: Right, because people would have started asking more questions like, what? <laughs> Why would Chalda do that? It doesn't make sense at all.
1: Well, then it's a little confusing because then, like I said during the news segment, like Brian Kugler was saying that Nakia had, you know, remar- or married a Haitian man. So it was like, well, how did she get to Haiti
0: to begin with? Well, you know, she was a, uh, you know, she like uh was in charge of like all their outposts so it's not far-fetched that she would have ended up in you know some country other than wakanda doing kind of like charitable work or i did not remember what she did but (laughs) empire building but okay
1: so then it should not be okay so you're for you it's not where he is it's more why is he a secret
0: yes i don't care that they're in haiti yeah it's the fact that they didn't go to his funeral and they chose and supposedly her and t'challa like agreed (laughs) to like keep him sequestered from the entire family like it just it doesn't i need more of an explanation for that okay it just doesn't make any sense bless little t'challa's heart he was adorable his little oh my god was so cute (laughs) yeah he was adorable but he seemed very precocious, but not not feeling that explanation at all.
1: <laughs> well, I think I mentioned that after um Okoye and Shuri went to America and Okoye lost Shuri, that Queen Ramunda fired her. Mm-hmm. So people are thinking that's gonna be a setup be for her to leave Wakanda because she's going to have a spin off show on Disney Plus.
0: Hmm.
1: Oh. That's okay. less enthusiastic than I expected
0: for well, me. Well, I mean she's been a very one dimensional character for these two movies, you know? Like And I think her... this would be a good chance to see more of her. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying i i of all the characters of spin offs, I just don't know that Okoye would be my first choice, you know? hmm I'd rather... What is M'Baku doing up there in the mountains? I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> right. want to know.
1: <laughs> um, well, I wonder, because um, during, like, the big battle where uh, they attacked Namor and his army shuri had created these like blue suits i forgot Mm -hmm. what they were called but okoye denai gurira and anika or neka michaela cole they wore these suits and so i think like this is going to be a thing like it's not a one-off like i think they're going to this is like a thing i forgot what it's called Uh, but like i think it's midnight angel suit sure yes so I wonder if that's going to be part of the Okoye spinoffs. So I don't know if Michaela Cole's going to be on it too. But yeah. One thing uh, I saw mentioned in a video when I was trying to kind of jog my memory on this film. Someone mentioned that Shuri was saying she didn't know if she believed in Bast, who was the panther goddess. Huh? She didn't believe in it yeah because i think boss is supposed to be the one is she the one who like helps you get to the ancestral plane or something like that i don't know so there's is this like, from the comics or the movies no for like in the movie like shuri says like i don't know if i believe in boss or, some, or something like that Huh. But then, like, the person, and sorry, I can't remember the YouTube channel, but they were saying, like, it doesn't really make sense that she wouldn't believe in her. Because, like, she's seen, like, Thor in person. Like, she knows, like, gods and goddesses exist. Yeah. But, uh, also, like, in the first movie, like, when they're telling the story about, oh, I can't remember his name, but, like, the very first Black Panther. And it's, like, this really cool, like, computer animation. And so, like the, it's like the guy, and then there's like a panther, like a panther takes form and it walks towards him. That's supposed to be the goddess, like that panther. Okay. But I just watched like Thor: Love and Thunder like two or three days ago, and have you you've seen it, right? Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, it's not really that much of a spoiler, but semi spoiler. They go to like the uh was it the omni omnipresent? No omnipresent. Omnis am Om- omnipresent city. I'm probably butchering that. <laughs> but they go to the place where all the gods and goddesses are. And I wouldn't have like noticed uh or thought about it if I hadn't like it hadn't been pointed out in the YouTube videos I watched earlier, but the god, um like Namor's God. And mm-hmm. then Boss, the Panther Goddess, they're sitting beside each other in mm-hmm. Thor. Mm-hmm. So um, it's basically like, so we know she's real because we've seen her in Thor.
0: Oh, huh. okay. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. All the more reason why Shuri should not be the Black Panther. <laughs> she don't even believe <laughs> in the gun. <laughs> well, I mean, she might now. But
1: yeah, I hope we see more boss. Like that would be cool to see this like black panther goddess. Like that would be really cool.
0: Yeah, or see her actually. I feel like what you have mentioned have been like very small, like Easter eggs that you probably wouldn't have caught on. I don't yeah. even I've never even heard this name before.
1: <laughs> I hadn't either because they were like I watched one video and they were like, uh, here's Namor's god and here's Boss and I was like, who? And then another video where they explained that she was the like um Black Panther goddess, and I was like, oh okay. But anyways, do you have uh, anything else on Black Panther Two, Wakanda Forever?
0: Um, I don't know about you. The movie was long. It was very long. Like it probably could have they could cut like thirty minutes out of it. Like even in your synopsis, you didn't even talk about like uh your girl julia louis dreyfus and the other dude like their whole storyline to me snip 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 (laughs) it just i felt like it's a struggle when your like main protagonist isn't in the film and then the movie kind of becomes an ensemble cast but they were trying to tell so many different stories with Namor, all the individual characters, like, dealing with grief and kind of their new responsibilities. And then plus this Agent Ross and his ex-wife and <laughs> all of that. And once again, having to be saved by Black women. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, it just, it. there were parts of the movie that felt like they dragged and there were parts that mm-hmm. felt very rushed. And I felt like if they had tightened up the script a little more and even Riri, like, I I don't know that she needed to be in it. Like it kind of felt like they were introducing her simply so that they could introduce like her spinoff show. (laughs) So I, I felt like if they had just kept it to the Wakandans and the Tolikans and I get it. They needed those other people to kind of like, create conflict but we just didn't need to spend time on them you know like we really didn't learn that much about riri other than her dad is what got her into you know building things but so it doesn't explain how her father who's a mechanic and somehow she's like you know a quantum physicist well i don't know what she does but <laughs> that just seems like quite a leap to go mean your parents fixing. don't have to do what you're skilled in. But I'm saying if she's able to recreate an Iron Man suit, like he was a billionaire who like went to MIT, she had just started at MIT. She's smarter than him. I get that, but I just felt like they kind of introduced these characters and these things, but didn't give us a whole lot of depth and layers to them. They could have mm. given us more about Namor, but I don't know. I just it felt a little thrown together and unfortunately I felt like Shuri's character and I don't know if this is Letitia's fault but I just feel like she wasn't she didn't carry this movie for me in the way that I really wanted her to Uh, I feel like Angela (laughs) killed her role as the queen she brought a lot of emotion and depth and I don't know I just I saw something online where, like, some Reddit user was saying that she not only lacks the intensity that the role required, but she also lacked the physicality. Because she's so, like, small and frail that, damn, she kind of gets lost in these, like, big battle scenes against these, you know, much heftier actors. And so I just, I felt like... I was I was underwhelmed by her performance, I'm going to say it. I was a bit underwhelmed. I felt like she couldn't carry this movie with the same gravitas as Chadwick. Which isn't fair, because Chadwick is a seasoned actor who has played lead roles for like a decade prior to this. And mm. it's just, I was underwhelmed. I was underwhelmed by her character, who in the first movie was you know, the comedic relief. And she offered, like, none of that in this one because, you know, she was grieving and she was angry the whole time. So it just, it didn't feel natural. Like, this isn't, she felt like a completely different character, honestly.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I think it was supposed to be, like, you know, she was this bubbly kid and then she's seen a lot that's made her grow up very fast. So for me, like, I don't think, I think Letitia did a fine job. I think maybe you know some of what was written for her character, how they developed her character. Maybe that could have been done differently. But as we mentioned, it was you know, an unex very unexpected changes that you know had to happen to make this film work. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was her. I think it was just you know just drastic changes for shuri that you know no one really expected her to have to do yeah what you were saying about it feels like a setup for riri maybe for the iron heart show i think that was kind of happening in for several characters for her like i mentioned Namor getting his own movie and then um (laughs) With uh, what's Julia Louis is Valentina, and what's Martin Freeman's name in this? Ross? Evan? Evan, Ross, Everett, Everett, not Evan Ross.
0: It's Diana Ross's husband, <laughs> <son.
1: laughs> it's Ashley Simpson's husband. So for Everett and Valentina, there's going to be a show. I think it comes out in March on Disney Plus. That's going to have like Sam Jackson is like Nick Fury in it, and I forgot what it's called. But basically, it's following where um, Wakanda forever left off. Because now Everett is, you know, like a fugitive, basically. Mm -hmm. So he's, I I think it is kind of set up for that show. And then I forgot there's a movie coming out that's going to have, I forgot what it's called. It seems kind of like a second-rate Avengers. Because I think it has, like, the fake Captain America. Like, from, um, did you watch, um... Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Or the uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Okay, so you remember like the fake Captain America who came along? Mm-hmm. So I think he's in this group. And then your boy from Stranger Things who was in Black Widow. The He's the cop on Stranger Things. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like that character from Black Widow's in it. And so I think they're going to be a team. And like Julia Louis-Dreyfus is, is in that movie too. So I think all this is a setup for that movie, and then the show with Samuel L. Jackson and Martin Freeman. It so of, it felt like a a
0: segue movie.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it kind of sucks that it was used for that, but I mean, with everything that happened, you know, maybe it's it's for the best that you know it was able to be beneficial for something. Hopefully,
0: I guess for the the Disney universe and Marvel multiverse, I, I guess.
1: But I mean hopefully that means Black Panther 3 can come back even stronger.
0: But then like who's going to be the Black Panther? Do we have to wait for little T'Challa to grow up? Is it Mbaku? Is it Shuri? According to you?
1: <laughs> Still don't think it's Mbaku. But <laughs> I, in one of the YouTube videos I mentioned earlier, they were like they wonder if they're going to age uh little T'Challa Like and you know, make him like all of a sudden he's fifteen, and you know, is he gonna be Black Panther? Are they going to like let him grow up, you know, in real time?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. To me, when that movie, when the movie ended, it felt like we weren't gonna get another Black Panther for a while because it's all kind of up in the air on who it would be. Yeah. And I think they had originally, I read something where they originally had planned for three of these movies mm-hmm. and they had actually reserved Wakanda Forever for the third movie. And they ended mm. up changing it to this one. Um, so was special- T'Challa still supposed to die in the third movie? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, they they did it as like a tribute to mm chadwick because that was you know kind of the catchphrase right um after his passing and or no just that was even in the first movie they would say yeah everybody with the arm motion yeah yeah. so it just kind of became the the catchphrase of the movie and they wanted to use it to honor him but I i don't know i don't know i'm I'm not saying I wouldn't go see it, and I'm not looking forward to it. I just feel like my expectations are lower now because of this movie i
1: mean i I just I feel like they have a chance to do so much more with the third one because they have now they have more time like they know what they're working with now they're not gonna have to try to scramble, yeah, to change the script so i I have high hopes for the third one but again i I enjoyed this one like you know, I, yeah like the first one more but i thought you know for everything they've gone through i thought they did a really good job with this one
0: yeah it's kind of i mean it's hard it's hard when your first movie is so good like yeah it's hard to maintain that and do that while losing your your star your lead actor yeah but i wish it had been a little better or just some of the some of the plot holes filled a little a little bit. Like that little boy showing up, being his son at the end, really pit it 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 left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> really I, thought,
1: I thought you were to say uh Nakia just being able to swim right in. But <laughs> now that you pointed that out, i was just like, wow, that was way too easy.
0: That was ridiculous. <laughs>
1: One thing I forgot to mention when we were talking about little T'Challa is that in the comics, his name is Azari T'Challa, and he is uh,
0: T'Challa's son with Storm from X-Men. So I'm like, when are they going to do this crossover? Because I have been waiting for him and Storm to get together. And they've been giving us him and Nakia. Where does Storm? Well, I mean, he's dead now. We'll never get it. (laughs) Identity. yeah i don't yeah i wonder
1: if that's why you know nakia was like his ex-girlfriend in the first one like maybe they were gearing up for that but yeah now i i don't know if it'll happen because it storm was with the t'challa version of black panther right so i don't yeah. i don't know if i don't know if we will get that get black
0: strong love well i mean it's still black love with him and nakia but I mean, he basically had a love child. They didn't get married, <laughs> but they were
1: together, though. I mean, it, it's not like they had a one night stand. Like it, we, we saw him the we first. We don't movie. know. <laughs> we
0: actually don't know. Yeah.
1: They, he was infatuated with her. In the first movie that was not a one night stand.
0: I'm not saying it is, but I'm just saying we didn't really get to see their love blossom. We saw them like have googly eyes for each other and flirt, <laughs> but that's all we got. Well, I think we're supposed to assume that they. That's a lot of assuming. Every (laughs) other MC main character got a love interest, got a wife, got kids.
1: (laughs) Well, I think we would have seen that in, you know, two and three, but, you know.
0: No, we wouldn't have because (laughs) supposedly he was supposed to be co parenting with Nakia.
1: (laughs) So we wouldn't have. Oh, yeah, wait. Cause yeah, I for, I told, I forgot about that. Cause if the kid's supposed to be with Storm, then why would Nakia have a kid? I don't
0: know. So, yeah, don't know. but go see it. Support Black creators and cinema. But
1: yeah. for if for nothing else, go see uh, Tanakh and Winston.
0: Oh yeah, they're they're a treat. They're a delight. <laughs> and Angela, Angela did she oh, acted my her God. butt off. Always did her thing yeah always
1: and forever yes
0: anything else about black Panther? nothing for me okay what you got your eyes on
1: oh man i've watched so many things over the past week um i watched the series killer sally on netflix
0: have you seen it is that the one about the bodybuilder yes i haven't seen it i didn't want to see a white one killing her black husband well
1: he was very abusive to her Hmm. so to me i was i mean i do you care about spoilers no okay well if you do i'm about to spoil it heads up so because when we see her uh being interviewed she's still in prison and i was like this happened in like 94 or 95 how is she still in prison when this was like self-defense and You know, like some of his friends were like, oh, you know, they would fight with each other. But like her, like two kids were talking on there and they were from what they were saying. He was like also abusing them. So, yeah. So I was just like, I don't understand how she's still in prison. But I was surprised that she because for the majority, I think it's like five episodes. So for four episodes, she's in prison episode you see her get out and it's like I think twenty twenty. so she finally gets to meet like her daughter's um her daughter's son and she's going to a um or before so she has transition housing at like a veterans place uh-huh. uh, for veterans who have been in prison and she meets a guy there, a black guy. <gasps> and they end up <laughs> gotta type. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she she definitely does. And they ended up, I think they might be engaged actually.
0: Oh, but, that's nice.
1: Yeah, but it it was kind of sad because like so where she grew up, she was saying like it was a very racially mixed neighborhood, black kids, Puerto Rican kids, white kids. And she was like, you know, most of my friends just happen to be black. And they actually show like her childhood best friend who was like a black woman. And when she went to the Marines, she her first two kids were not with the guy Ray, mm. um, who she killed. They were with a black guy um, who she married in the Marines. And she was like, everything was good. So after we got married and then he became abusive. And then you find out that her dad had been abusive to her mom. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. So it just seemed like, you know, a cycle of that. So it's, 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 it's pretty heartbreaking but it seems like you know it, i don't it's just very sad to me that like some people have to wait so long to find like a good relationship but it seems mm. like she's finally in a healthy relationship so you know that was that was good to see and keeping with netflix docu-series i watched harry and megan have you watched that yet i haven't was it good i like, so I, like, kept putting off watching it because I was like, oh, I want to watch a documentary. Like, do I have the attention span for it? As soon as I turned it on, your girl was locked in. Like, <laughs> like every episode, I was like, next episode, like, yes. Like, it was, yeah, I was really into it. I mean, I feel like there's some stuff that, you know, obviously we knew or you would probably just assume as a Black person that was happening. Uh-huh. But, it, yeah, it definitely gave, like, a lot of, a lot of extra insight like even when they uh when they left and they were living in Canada and they were like it was fine and then within I think this is like three weeks like um you know they were they were like on the water and they were like there were boats there were people trying to climb onto our property and so then that's when they left and you know Tyler Perry was like you can go stay at my house in LA and so they were at his house in LA and they were like it was great like we could take archie for a walk whatever and i think that's actually maybe I can't remember if that's where megan gave birth to the daughter do- their daughter or not but they're like it was great but like same thing as canada like within three weeks the paparazzi found out and so mm-hmm. they were like they had to put up a fence like all the way around this property and it was it was kind of sweet because megan was like Tyler, like, we'll be out, you know, we need a, a couple weeks to look for a place. And he was like, no, you stay there as long as you want. So they put up like this fence, and you saw like where people, like, paparazzi had tried to cut through the fence to get it. Into- it was, like, yeah, like, it, like, I knew they were being followed. I don't think I realized to the degree, like, it was, it was pretty scary. Wow. Was, like, I know they're famous and whatever, but like, that's fucking terrifying. what they're crazy yeah um so i mentioned last time i was watching the comeback with lisa kudrow so i finally watched the finale of it mm-hmm. and
0: bald <laughs> of course she did <laughs>
1: <laughs> and i told you like her character is like kind of annoying and she's just so obsessed with like getting back in the spotlight basically but she's not a bad person and mm-hmm. so her best friend was like her hairstylist who had been styling her hair for like close i don't know 15 years plus his name was Mickey like this older gay man they were very close and then in the second season you find out he's been diagnosed with cancer so you see her like Valerie uh Lisa Kudrow's character trying not to show that she's you know really worried about him mm-hmm. um but so she finally gets nominated for an Emmy So it's like, this is what she's wanted this whole time. This validation. She's finally being acknowledged by her peers as like a series actress. So he's gonna, he's going to um, the Emmys with her. And she had had a fight with her husband because she had had the reality crew in the house. And he was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't even, like, you're not the same person. And so she was hoping he would come, but it was looking like it was just gonna be her, Mickey, her agent and the reality film crew. So before they even leave, Mickey's like, yeah, I'm just not feeling well. So she's like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Go home. I ordered your favorite food, the deli, whatever. She's at the Emmys, went through hell. Like she had a uh, her sewage pipe like broke. So There's like shit all in her driveway. It's It's been a day. She mm-hmm. makes it to the Emmys, looks great sitting there. And then she gets a text from her husband who she was hoping would show up. But the text says um, Mickey had to be rushed to the hospital. So then she looks at her agent. She's like, well, what do I do? He's like, what do you mean? Like, you're nominated for Emmy. But Mm -hmm. she, like, goes out. Tries to call her husband. He's not answering. So she leaves. It's pouring rain. Leaves, goes to the hospital. And Mickey's like, what are you doing here? I'm supposed to be watching you on TV. But when she gets there, like, she finds out that it was touch and go. But he's okay. Mm -hmm. He had a bad reaction to medicine. And so when she goes into the room, he's like, I'm supposed to be watching you on TV. And she's like, no, you know, I had to be here for you. And then it turns out her husband was there sitting with him. And um, I'm about to like tear up now. (laughs) But he's (laughs) he's just like, you know, there you are. Like, that's the person I fell in love with. Hmm. And it was just, it's so sweet because it's just like, you know, like, this is what she had been like working for and whatever, but it's like your loved ones come before all the accolades. And she actually ended up winning, but she was like, you mm. know, I'm glad to be celebrating it here with y'all. So. sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a moment?
1: <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry. Okay. So. I mentioned I watched uh, Thor: uh, Love and Thunder. I also watched both Deadpool's and The Eternals. So now I'm caught up on all the Marvel movies. And wait, you had not seen these? These are the only ones I hadn't seen. And Wakanda (laughs) Forever. (laughs) So what? That's only what five movies, including Wakanda Forever. But they've been out for a while, like years. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know why I hadn't seen Deadpool, Uh, but The Eternals, I think, because everybody was like, yeah. So it yeah. kind of made me, nice, and and I, after I saw it, I was like, okay, I get whatever. It was. I was <laughs> like, yeah, um, but um, enjoyed the Deadpools and Thor. And then, um, oh, I watched Glass Onion last night on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I won't say anything because I know you have to finish watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and then last thing. The black eye on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <gasps> you know, they're gay. Get out of <laughs> here. Like, don't, we're not, we're not going to do this with you.
0: <sighs> like, also, we know it was Jen. Like, come on. Right. Just tell us. Don't try and save this. Draw this out for the reunion. Just tell us.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> I guess you don't want her to get more trouble with the courts or whatever, but she gets, cause like... you're right or die. <laughs> right. But like she gets so quiet when everybody starts talking about it. Everybody else got questions except for Jen. Right?
0: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm surprised she hasn't like started to deflect and like maybe it was Whitney. Oh, actually, I'm kind of surprised about that too.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, what do
0: you have your eyes on, Cam? Um, I've been watching a lot of random things as well. I started watching that new new show on Hulu called Kindred. It is based on... Oh, that looks scary. I was like, "Mm mm-mm. It's based on the Octavia E. Butler novel by the same name. Mm -hmm. And I'm only two or three episodes in. I'm not quite... I feel like we've gotten a lot of movies with this very similar premise, like uh, Janelle Monáe and Antebellum, Kiki Palmer and Alice, where it's like time traveling back to slavery.
1: Wait, is that that what Alice is about?
0: So I think Alice is the... uh, uh, I heard Alice is a little different in that slavery is still happening in present day and the slaves don't know that but it's still kind of they all feel similar and mind you i've not seen alice or antebellum (laughs) 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 but kindred it's about this like young girl who her mother and father like die in a car accident And she is raised by her grandmother. Her grandmother passes. She leaves her like a a house or like a brownstone in Brooklyn. This dumb girl sells it to (gasps) move to LA to become a TV screenwriter. Why would she not rent that out? (laughs) Thank you. And so she gets to L.A., she has, like, an aunt there, and the aunt's like, what are you doing here? She tells her that, and she's like, what? You sold my mother's house? Mm. (laughs) And, like, you didn't tell us? And, like, she was like, you're making these really impulsive decisions, and they're reminding me of your mother. So they kind of allude to, like, maybe the mother having, like, some mental health issues. And she moves into this new house, and it seems like she's being haunted. Because she starts to see, like, these visions of, like, people in the 1800s. And her mother happens to be there. And come to so find guess out... So, her mom is dead? Right. Like, her mom's supposed to be dead. Okay. So, in the house, she, like, sees a vision of, like, her mom and, like, this white lady. And they, like, both see her and then react towards her, like, kind of run towards her. And then she's like, up. Right, so no, it's, it starts off as, like, kind of being, like, you think she's being haunted, but come to find out, she's kind of, like, time traveling back and forth between, like, the 1800s and the present day. And what happened was her mom didn't die. Her mom was experiencing the same thing, where she was traveling mm. back and forth, but she got stuck back in the 1800s, because I oh, guess... God right so her mom got stuck and now she's starting to go back but every time she goes back she stays for longer periods of time so they think eventually she's gonna get stuck back there and what's kind of interesting is that like she starts dating this like white boy and and, of course she does (laughs) (laughs) right and at one point when she time travels she happens to be holding on to him so she takes him back with her and they're both stuck there now <laughs> mm. and she's supposed to be his slave and <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs>
1: I never watched this show <laughs> 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 Oh. you got me fucked up
0: <laughs> so the only reason he does that is because they get caught like they get caught in the woods by I guess like a bounty hunter or like master I don't know whatever and so he just assumes that that is his slave and so they kind of have to like play into these roles but she's like not really like acting like a docile slave like she's answering for him <laughs> she's like doing all the slave with the the other white man's like uh get her line like how you gonna let your <laughs> slave do all this so the the boyfriend is like very uncomfortable and is like wanting <laughs> i bet yeah he like wants to get out doesn't want to be in this he's like very very uncomfortable so it's kind of interesting to see this white man squirm but like i said i'm only two or three episodes in i'm I'm kind of interested to continue, but I feel like she so every time she goes back, she happens to like save this little boy who's a little white boy. And I feel like they're setting all this up for like these black women have to like protect this little white boy who eventually becomes their like uh grandparent. <laughs> 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 that that's what I feel is happening, that they have to protect the little white ancestor and make sure he procreates and they all eventually get born but i don't know i don't know i might dive back in but it's it's a weird show it's a weird show if if i could interject (laughs) momentarily (laughs) first
1: I hate this a lot. <laughs> Second. <laughs> I know people complain about uh movies about slavery and yeah. I understand being tired of that being um all we can see or the
0: majority of what we see. Totally understand. Oh, her I mom th- is free also. Her mother is free. She's oh, okay, mother, she's like, a free woman and
1: even though she was born in like 1958, she's okay. Um, <laughs> So I feel like it is important to have uh, shows and things or movies about slavery. So we don't forget. So it can't get brushed under the rug. Mm -hmm. What I don't think it should be the only media where, you know, where we can see black people. But I do think it is important to keep that story uh, in the forefront of the American mind. I don't like... uh, slavery fantasy stories like what, what, are, what are we doing or like same thing with like jim crow fantasy like that show them i think mm-hmm. that was on amazon prime where everybody was talking about how like some graphics some of the uh violence was in that story mm-hmm. like slavery jim crow like these times were horrific enough like why are we why are we playing with them like why are we writing these like horror or like sci-fi depictions of them? Like, I don't know. and I it it, it really bo- like maybe I'm on my like FM degree bullshit, but like it really fucking bothers me. Like
0: No, I'm I'm which is why I'm kind of feeling similar, which is why I haven't continued it, because when I I went and looked up the Octavia E. Butler novel and I read like the synopsis of it. Mm-hmm. And it's basically them coming back to, like, save their lineage and ancestry by saving their white ancestor. And, you know, I'm just not a fan.
1: <laughs> this white ancestor, like, rape their great-great-great-grandma? Great I do not know. Like,
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know yet. But it just bothers me that they are sending these black women back to save a little white boy. <laughs> and, and right now, he's a little boy. He's not, like, yeah. terrible. He's not, right. you know, but I'm sure he gets there. <laughs>
1: right. I'm, I'm like, you know, if he somehow had this forbidden love with like a black woman, that's a different story. But like if you're putting these black characters in a situation where they have to save a white child who is going to assault their, you know, ancestor just so they can be born. What a terrible place. To the black people in like, <laughs> What? Like that's insane. Uh, that is so fucking sadistic. Uh,
0: yeah. I don't I don't know. I feel like I'm gonna give it maybe another episode or two just to see. Yeah. But I don't love it now that I know what's going on. Like I thought it Oof. was kind of like a haunting and now that I know it's time traveling, I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Chow. Well you you let me know what happens.
1: I'm not touching that show. <laughs>
0: um on a lighter note please (laughs) i've been watching a positive black show (laughs) called i don't i don't think i've talked about this but riches it's on Mm -hmm. amazon and it is about black africans and it is this like african immigrant in the uk who has this large uh <laughs> black beauty company. I'm sorry, did you say black Africans? <laughs> <I did>. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> they're white Africans. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that's not what you meant to say. Are they <laughs> are you were you trying to say a country? Uh no, because I don't remember <clears throat> where they're from. Like, okay. I think they actually might be like Afro Caribbean too. Ah, okay, um, got you. So the dad has a large beauty company almost like a what was that beauty brand from the 90s just for me no no oh lust uh deadly vanity? no fashion fair vanity fair oh fas- yeah fashion fair my mother used to uh work. yeah because fashion fair used to do a joint
1: fashion show with ebony i went to it one year yep of course she did. <laughs> the thing is, it was like twenty, like eleven, like it was like oh. relatively
0: recently, like yeah. <laughs> so it it reminded me a lot of like Fashion Fair, and so the premise is like the dad dies, and he actually had a, he was married previously to a woman who left the UK, took her her two kids to the US, so they are. African Americans.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
0: he remarried another woman and has three children with her. So that's his like current wife. So he dies. And the two families basically, they don't really connect. like the the children basically hated the dad because he abandoned the family. and the the beauty brand was actually their mother's. So he kind of stole it from her with of he did. his current wife, who was like mm. a mistress. So it was very like scandalous. The kids don't F with him. The daughter is like a, the eldest is a daughter, and she's like a high-powered, I don't know, person in marketing or something. And the son, I believe he's a hairstylist. And so he dies. And before he dies, he calls the daughter just to like try and talk to her. And she's like, I'm not, don't ever call me again. And he's mm-hmm. like, I, I think somebody's after me and like trying to take my company. And then that night he dies. So they go to the funeral and there's a lot of animosity like the new wife is like a bitter bitch like she <laughs> I think she tells them like she moved the time of the funeral so that they would miss it like she's wow very, very petty very petty that is another level of petty damn and like the the siblings don't really know each other and they're at the reading of the will and the dad leaves the company to his two eldest kids. So his like current wife and the three kids are all like dumbfounded and upset. Mm. And the whole show is them kind of like one, both of the families like conniving to like take the company from one another. Mm. Um. So it kind of reminds me a lot of maybe like um succession, um, I don't know, but it's kind of cool to see, like, these black, wealthy people bickering at the same level as, like, petty white, wealthy people. So um, this is, like, it's like a comedy, though, right? Uh, it's a, a dramedy, I would say. Okay. Um, but it was really good. Like, I pretty much watched it all in one, one sitting. I didn't recognize any of the cast they were all like newcomers to me but it was really good like the writing was good the kind of plot twists were good uh the acting was good like i'm i'm kind of looking forward to season two like it it was surprisingly a really good show i would highly recommend riches
1: yeah that sounds good let me check that out also i looked up fashion fair and ebony fashion fair so apparently, Ebony created the cosmetic line Fashion Fair Cosmetics in 1973.
0: Hmm. So, okay, very cool. But yeah, the show is them trying to revamp, revamp the brand, bring it from kind of an old lady, Mary mm. Kate type to Fenty. Type. Have you watched
1: uh, Grace and Frankie? No. That's kind of a show with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Mm-hmm. And Jane Fonda's character, Grace, created a cosmetic company called Say Grace. And now her daughters have taken it over. And they're kind of, or well, the show's over now. But they're kind of trying to do the same thing of like bringing it more current and not so like 1970s. So,
0: yeah. Okay, I might have to check that out. Sounds good. It's good. I highly recommend. I have also been watching on Disney Plus the new show Willow based on the movie Willow. Did you ever what's see that? Willow? Uh, uh-uh, what's that? Oh, Willow. is like a <laughs> <laughs> No, it was about um oh, it had to have been like late 80s, early 90s. Oh. Like uh in the vein of like Lord of the Rings, like fantasy setting and Was it a kid movie? I mean, I was a kid watching it. I think it was like, you know, for adults and children but probably more of an adult film. Like, you know, I was watching New Jack City and <laughs> Boys
1: in the Hood, so I ain't seen a Willow. <laughs> it definitely, I wouldn't say it's like a black movie. It's... Well, I just, I just mean like I was watching, <laughs> I, I miss out on a lot of kids
0: So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Willow, it's about these elves, like little people, and his name is Willow, and he's like a sorcerer, or trying to be a sorcerer. And he happens upon this baby in the woods and the baby happens to be like a princess who he has to like protect. And they go on this epic journey to like save the world that they live in Hmm. and save the baby. So the show is about the baby who's now an adult or like a teenager and she doesn't know her like past. So she doesn't know that I think the baby was like magical or like supposed to be like the most strongest sorceress and her grandmother the whole time was like trying to kill her because she was like an evil sorceress and wanted to be queen of the world. I don't know, (laughs) but the show is now about the older version of that baby. I think her name is Amora and her quest to save the world again. So it's really cheesy. Uh, there there are only like four or five episodes and I think I'm on like episode three so I loved the movie Willow so that's kind of why I'm watching it but the show's not that great <laughs> I will say it's not, it's not that great it is like extremely <laughs> cheesy and for Uh-oh. this girl to be like some powerful sor- sorceress she's she's not living up to her name just yet but you know she's on her, her little hero's journey so i'm sure by mm-hmm. the end she'll she'll be killing shit <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've
1: never heard of that movie in my life
0: wow uh, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised It's it was a good one it had its moment as always i've been watching some iteration of ruPaul's drag race <laughs> <laughs> Canada versus the world and uh, sorry to spoil it for those who have not been keeping up with it but I am happy to announce that a U.S. queen won oh well it's it's Silky or Roger right one of those two they were actually in the finals together like lip-syncing against one another oh wow I love that Mm mm-hmm but ultimately, Raja D O'Hara was crowned the queen. Mm. So I'm very happy for Raja. She really has done a 180 from her first season to being like the angriest <laughs> angriest queen. <laughs> yeah. To being yeah. like very sweet, very humble, very um, she's just shown a lot of growth and she makes everything that she wears and she looks flawless every episode so you know i'm rooting for everybody black so i'm glad (laughs) two black girls from the u.s were in the finale and one of them won
1: yeah oh
0: congratulations roger i'll
1: never forget uh when she made on all stars she made that dress in like 60 seconds
0: you remember that oh
1: yeah that was like her talent right yeah yeah that was incredible
0: crazy and lastly, me and my boo have been trying to get caught up on Snowfall, that show. Is with, it back? Uh, so it's coming back maybe February. Um, oh, y'all are just catching up. Also. Yes. Okay. So they're coming back for their final season, season six. We were only on like season four. So <laughs> <laughs> I see. trying to get caught up, but that show stars uh, Damon Idris damson idris Dam- yeah damson <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know man it's like i don't know that i can root for him anymore like he's a terrible person but <laughs> <Well, laughs> you mean his, his character, character right his character
1: <laughs> i was uh, like what did i miss okay yeah not not the
0: person <laughs> his character um franklin saint i believe is his name no you don't <gasps> have to root for him right i've never watched the show satin so. well no because he's I mean, it's like it's almost like a power, you know, like just the the darker it gets, the worse things you have to do to stay in power. And Mm -hmm. it's just it's getting real bad. And the whole show is about the CIA bringing in drugs in the 80s into South Central L.A. And Franklin happens to be like the conduit for how they bring crack to the hood. um so it's a lot of it's a lot about like the cia and what they're doing in south america and how that's connected and then how the crack epidemic has affected his neighborhood and how they've even like branched out and brought it to like the south and the east coast so it really is like about the destruction of the black community and What's interesting is that Franklin's father uh, was a former Black Panther mm-hmm. and he like went away to prison and came back. And I think at one point, like before he went away, he was also maybe like an alcoholic or a junkie of some sort. And so the dad comes back and he like works at a rehab center and is really back to focusing on the community. So he like really struggles with what his son is involved in. and tries to basically like get him out of the life by like snitching on him (laughs) and trying trying to like like he talks to a reporter to try and like shine a light on what the government is doing and it kind of backfires unfortunately
1: yeah that sounds like a terrible idea
0: (laughs) but it's also like Franklin and his mother claim they are trying to get out of the business but they only like further ingratiate themselves every episode so the dad was like i have to do something drastic in order to like get y'all out because you're not going to do it on your own mm. and they're afraid to get out because they're dealing with the government and he's trying to whistle blow on the government and that never goes well so it sounds like they're finally mentioning
1: uh, or I shouldn't say finally, maybe they have already, but Reagan is being mentioned. Oh, yes, for... yes, okay, good. okay. yes. So I was like, I don't want to watch nothing about the crack
0: epidemic if they ain't talking about Reagan, yes. Like, they okay, they, they deal with Reagan, the Iran Contra, they talk about okay. they really talk about all of that and show how effed up it really was, yeah, okay, good. So, we are trying to get caught up so that we can tune in live once the final season comes out nice that's it that's that's everything i've been keeping an eye on
1: all right sounds good thank you all so much for listening to our episode you can uh catch us on all of your favorite stream podcast streaming platforms and you can follow us on social media At TEWWTV Podcast on Twitter and TikTok, and their eyes were watching TV on Facebook and Instagram.
0: Anything else for you, Cam? I'm sure once people hear this, it will be 2023. So, welcome to the new year, and hopefully, uh, this is your best year yet. (laughs) And thank you for listening. Continue to listen to us. Happy new
1: year hope all of your dreams come true in 2023 and I hope all of our dreams come
0: true too cam yeah definitely it's yeah. it's our year <laughs> <Yes>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god all right y'all take care and happy new year bye